Hey listeners, thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Worlds Collide. I am your host, Victoria, and can you believe it's almost the holidays? Christmas is just a few days away. Wow, where did the year go? But let's talk about this week's episode. My guest is Ormi and she lives in Canada, but she has a Italian Bengali background and also lived for a few years in the UK when she was little. So we talk about a lot of different things like what is her home, what she really likes, what brought her to Canada in the first place. And of course, we talk about pizza and pasta and all the other foods that are good or not so good. And also, she published a book that she will talk about a little bit. Because that is the right fit for this podcast, actually, as well. So, listen in. Here it is. Hi, Ormi. Thank you for being on my podcast. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm good, yes. Um, so, so um, how I understood it, that you lived in a few different countries so my my first question um would be where are you from uh, i'm from italy mm -hmm. i was uh, born and raised uh, in italy okay. and i lived in many places within italy because i was okay. born in the south i was born in sicily and then we moved uh, to the north so which are completely opposite to each other. Mm -hmm. And then um, a year I also lived in the, in UK. Okay. And I lived in UK and then we went back to Italy. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I live in, uh, in Canada. And okay. uh, to your question where I'm from, I usually like to say to everyone, um, I am Italian Bengali. Uh, mm -hmm. My parents yeah. are from Bangladesh. Okay, that's why I was asking because you also wrote me that you're Italian Bengali. So I thought that you came to Italy when you were a little child with your parents. No, no. Okay. Okay. Got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh, and um, how long are you now in Canada? It's been uh, more than a decade already. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And where in Canada? I'm located in Montreal. Oh, okay. Why did you pick why did you pick Montreal or Canada? It's not me choosing Canada, it's Canada that chose me. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I moved for personal reasons and then uh -huh. afterwards I uh, basically settled down here. I did my university here. Mm -hmm. uh, before moving to Canada, I saw this as an opportunity uh, of a change and I'm always welcoming change and I like to explore things so then after school and so forth I moved to Canada and then I've been living here working here uh, this is sort of like my second or third home I would say um, mm -hmm. because I feel like I do I feel like I was able to grow a lot as a as a person and Canada has helped me to also find my cultural identity Okay, um, because in Italy you you stuck out because your your background. Um, 
so it's not that I so no one ever made me feel otherwise actually mm-hmm. everyone okay. in Italy made me feel like I am Italian but I was very much self-conscious that I wasn't like uh, I, okay. I, I knew that I did not look like everyone else and so that was probably one of the challenges that I faced more like with myself mm-hmm. uh, but it was not like a case where people around me like my friends they never made me feel like oh you you don't belong to us you know they right. always made me right. feel like I did belong to them which I did but then yeah. I was also very conscious that at the end I'm not really belonging to this group like I mm. belong to a group that it's non-existent which is mm. the Bengali Italian basically okay and and the Montreal is um very international Montreal is very international. It's very multicultural, but there are not that many Italian Bengali. I would say there are no, none. No, I would say. I'd, I would say there are none. I'm probably the only one. I'm the yes. only one. Yeah, I'm the, the only, only one. one. Yeah, not really, but uh, I'm the only one in Canada. I'm pretty sure. Um, but it's not. I think the reason why I feel like I belong to something when I came to Canada is because there are many people like me who have mm-hmm. different ethnicity you know it's not just yeah like I don't know Indian Chinese or yeah. I don't know Japanese Brazilian it's like like it's like there's so many different things there are so many different mixes mm-hmm. that's why uh, I feel like I was able to find myself here whereas in Italy when I was growing up all the people were just strictly Italian and only Italian right. so right. right and did you live like in a smaller town then or still a big city <laughs> So I basically, um, so I was born in Sicily and back in Sicily, like I lived in Palermo, which is still like okay. a relatively big uh, city. Mm. Um, but I, I remember pretty much nothing from that time because I was like really young. I was like nine years old when we moved from, from Palermo mm. and when we moved to the north. So we lived in like, basically we lived in Milan, but we lived like outside of Milan. So I mm-hmm. technically lived in a little town outside of Milan right. mm-hmm. and I would time to time go to, to Milan, you know, to, sure. to see and visit and stuff like that. So I went to like a little like high school, like everyone in the little like town right. village, they, they all knew each other. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I did not, I, I want to say, yes, I lived in a big city, but not really. I lived a little bit outside and I would mm-hmm. go to Milan time to time. Yeah. to shop or stuff like that yeah sure when you moved to Canada did you move to Montreal right away yes it was it was always Montreal and and if I think retrospectively because I've visited let's say Quebec City I visited uh, Toronto I visited Ottawa I think I would always choose uh, I would always choose Montreal I think um Montreal, Montreal has a little bit of like a European vibe, I think, okay. because of the fact that there is a French influence mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Um, whereas, uh, for instance, Quebec City, it's mainly French, I would say. Right. Uh, Toronto has a lot of bit, a bit more a mixture, like it's a m- much more multicultural, but it's so hectic that I don't know okay. if um, I don't know if I would like like to go and live there. Like at this point, right. I would rather go to New York, you know. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And when you first moved, how did you settle in? Do you remember? It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time, but I remember having few I remember f- having few culture shocks. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um I think uh, the weather was one of the things that like hit me the most. Okay, why? Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, it's, it's really cold. But uh, did you so did you come in winter? When you I I came uh, in August. Okay, so it's still summer. Yeah, it's still summer. That's right. It's still summer. Um, and then uh, two months later, it was winter, and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah because i mean like milan is like kind of up north so yeah, you're but... even used to snow yeah but you cannot compare it to the snow and to oh, the winter no. in canada it's not comparable it's, it's not because it's just way colder and the winter is way longer it's or... it's way longer it's way colder and also like the amount of snow that we used to get back in the days was too much in in italy okay like it snows two centimeter and everything shuts down like yeah everything just shuts down okay whereas here it snows two centimeter and everything is like working like perfectly yeah (laughs) 60 centimeter things are working perfectly as well so that's why i was like oh okay people are used to it but for me it was a struggle because we like i never wear for instance snow boots before Uh coming to to canada i never had a heavy winter jacket uh-huh. You know, um, it used to get so cold that I thought my lungs were going to become ice cubes. <laughs> so, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that was the first uh, first thing I I noticed, and also the the structure of the houses, because in uh-huh. Italy, basically all the houses like they are more like buildings, and people live in like apartments. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas in, and I think it's also on in the states and in Canada, it's like the houses are like you have actual houses house. where people are yes. a house. Oh, so is it in in Montreal too? In the city even? So in the city, if you go like downtown, you have more like apartments because it's like downtown. You have tall yeah, buildings okay. and so forth. But mm-hmm. like it's as as soon as you're like moving a little bit, like you know going outside of downtown but still in Montreal city you have you live in like houses you live in okay. condos okay yeah uh-huh. um, so it's like similar to the states yeah exactly mm-hmm. it's similar to the states so for me that too was like oh okay and then everything is like big in in Canada like um every like everything is big like the houses are big the sink is big yeah you know in in Italy things are small small yeah yeah yeah, so so that was another difference that I noticed. But um, I think going from smaller to bigger is an easier um, an easier switch than the other way around. Yeah, because I I my parents live in UK now, so every time uh-huh. I go back to UK, I have that like like I'm like every time washing the dishes, and I'm like, oh, why is this thing so small? small. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Even the streets are small. Like here right. in Canada, the streets are among us yeah you have also a lot of space in in canada yeah. i mean yeah. europe is so densely populated yeah and everybody has just a tiny apartment most yeah. of the times yeah yeah exactly what else do you remember from um when you arrived first in in canada so the one thing which is a bit silly it's uh, i remember walking uh in a park and I remember seeing a lot of squirrels. Okay, yeah. Th- that uh-huh. was a shock for me because in Italy you don't see squirrels in the park. You barely see them. You, mm-hmm. And so when I saw squirrels for the first time, I got really scared. Really? I, yeah, I got scared see, seeing squirrels. And then I also saw, um, I think it's called castor. On I don't know what's the English word now. I'm... Oh, a raccoon? 
Uh, raccoons, not raccoons. Raccoon. There we go. Yeah, raccoons. So I used to see raccoons. That was like shocking for me. I saw raccoons. I was so scared. I was like, this <laughs> this thing is gonna attack me. Yeah, what they are. <laughs> they, they exactly. So that was another shock for me. And then, uh, okay, the other shock for me was the fact that in Canada, every single store, they close really early. Like five Ooh. o'clock, p- people like close and they go home. Whereas in Italy, things stay open really late. Oh, really? I did not know this. In Canada, because I thought it's the same as in the States. As No, for, no, for instance, in, no, for instance, in Montreal, like if you... Like regular clothes, clothing store, mm-hmm. for instance. I think Monday to Wednesday, they are open, I think, 10 to 5. And then okay. Thursday and Friday, they are open 10 to 9. And then Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 5 again. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Why is yeah. that? I, I'm wondering the same. Okay. <laughs> you don't know. Huh. I thought, I mean, I thought um, it's similar to Europe, not even with longer store hours including the sunday open yeah the sunday that sunday open was also something new to me right oh in italy the stores are closed on sunday too usually yeah usually they are closed but i think there is a there's been a change in the trend where i think main shopping malls are actually staying open or they do like an alternate like sunday where they're actually open but usually things are closed on a sunday in italy yeah yeah it's the same in germany usually um everything is closed on a sunday but then i don't know i want to say like twice a year or maybe four times a year like every once every quarter there's one open sunday yeah yeah and then the stores are packed yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, f- yeah. Usually, because like Sunday is the day where you know people use it to spend time with family and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are usually closed. Like yeah. everything is closed. But um, I think there's been. I think if you go to the main city, things are open because it's okay. like a touristic area. But if you live like in a town or outside of Milan, uh, some stores like shopping malls are open, but it's um. It's like alternate Sunday, like it's mm-hmm. like twice a month or like if this Sunday is open, the next Sunday is closed, the Sunday after is open. Okay. So that's how it works. Yeah. And what do you prefer? <laughs> you know what? Uh, it makes uh, my life a bit easier with things being open on a Sunday, but it's just I feel like it highlights a little bit the um, the culture in Canada that it's a bit uh, like workaholic mm-hmm. if things are open and everyone is working on a Sunday because, like, I don't know, I cannot see myself working on a Sunday. For me, it's always, like, for profit-oriented, you know? People know people have the time to do something on a Sunday so they can go and spend money. (laughs) On the other hand, I think it's nice to have a day to calm down, to, like, relax, you know, to re-energize for the, the working week. Yeah, no, so exactly. It's exactly. Um, it's a mix, but I it's it's really convenient if you, the supermarket is at least open, you know, not yeah. like the closed stores or whatever, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the stores or malls. I don't mm-hmm. I mean, but mm-hmm. people do that for fun here to go to the mall, right? Or they used to, I think not anymore. I would go to the mall on a Sunday when I was living in Italy, but it was like Sometimes I would even avoid it. I was like, I don't... Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. nothing. I remember, like, we went to the, the cities or the cities or town. Uh-huh. And 
then you just walk through the empty streets and maybe there is a cafe that is open yeah and i mean even those ones if it's like in the city center where everything else is just like closed doors then they're closed too because why yeah there's no exactly. no foot traffic that day no exactly exactly yeah How was it when you first moved there? Did you move into an apartment? And how did you get furniture? How did you get settled in? Uh, no, I already had like family here. So ah, I was living with them. Ah, you had family yeah. here. Okay, so was your... Um, do they still live close? Yes. Yes? Okay. Yes. Okay, so you always... <laughs> okay, so you always had like a nice point... Or where you could yeah. go. Yeah, okay. exactly. And, uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. But um, that's the thing. I still had to start from, from scratch because I um, I didn't know anyone in the city. Mm -hmm. Like besides them, I didn't know anyone in the city. Um, even when I started university, that was, that was a completely new adventure for me because sure. I knew no one. I knew nothing. I mm -hmm. I had no clue what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and from there, like, I had to somehow, like, rebuild my life and, re and be part of something. Mm -hmm. So I remember, like, investing a lot of my time in my university, like, volunteering, mm -hmm. uh, joining clubs, attending, okay. you know, uh, things so you like made, that. So you made a lot of contacts there and made a lot of friends there? Exactly. And uh -huh. I would say... Most Most of my closest friends are from university and I still talk to them. Okay, that's um, nice. I even got a part-time job in my university. So I actually like built something in my university. Like I was, I was like training, uh, I was trying as much as I could to get as much as possible from my experience in university. Mm -hmm. um, so I was very much involved with the life in, uh, in university. And good thing I did that because that's how I was able to build connection. That's how I was able to make new friends. Um, and I think like also attending networking events and so forth, that's how it led me to like find a job as well. Okay. So and did you stay with family then the whole time? Always, yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. That's good. That's really helpful. Yeah, because I also met in university people who just moved by themselves and mm -hmm. they had nothing and no one know nowhere to lean on for anything. Yeah. So I must. I was wondering, like, it would. It must be really hard. Uh, it must be really hard for them. Totally. Yes. And for you, was it always the plan to stay in Canada or? Was it first, hey, you just want to do um, the studying and then move back? No, it was always the, the plan. Um, it was always the plan. But now when I go back to Italy, like I'm just like thinking, okay, but would it be nice if I did six months in Italy and six months in Canada? Yeah, or, sure. Um, uh -huh. Would it be nice? And I was thinking about that. And I was like, oh, maybe I can like, you know, get a house in Italy, put it for rent or so forth. Like, yeah. it's just some ideas that came to my mind, you know. There, You know, there are those um, $1 houses, but I think you have to live there longer. You know, in the small towns, I, there are like some towns where they are like old houses that are for sale for $1 or for one euro. But there's like a commitment. I think it's because the cities are so little and they need, they really need the population to keep the economy afloat of the town i think i've seen it 
I think I've seen it somewhere uh-huh. about this thing about the one dollar thing. Yeah, I think yeah. it was someone on my Instagram, but I was like, oh, maybe it's like I was like, it's too good to be true, so it's not possible. I, yeah, but it's not just buy it, and I think it's also probably you need to put a lot of money into renovations. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you still feel at home in Italy as well? Yes, Italy is my first home, actually. Like, mm-hmm. if you ever ask me what's my, what do I consider home or what do I feel like it's my home, I will always tell you mm-hmm. it's Italy because uh-huh. I feel like no matter how misplaced sometimes I could feel, I still feel like it's, um, I can be myself and I am myself there. Okay. Uh, it's probably because of, of my because I communicated through the Italian language and I feel like right. my actual um, true personality comes out when I'm speaking in yeah, Italian. It's um I imagine I I don't understand Italian but I imagine it's louder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it is loud. It is I mean we we use our hands a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, yeah. Yes. We're very uh, animated and we gesticulate. I think that's the way we gesticulate a lot. We use a lot of our gestures. Okay. We're loud, but we're also warm. So, so you feel that your character um, when you speak English is different? You know what? Yeah, probably it is. And I feel like when I cannot show my true self when I speak in English... I add an Italian, so like I start saying Italian words or whatever, trying to get my message across. I, I just say it in oh, Italian. Okay. Yeah, because. Um, Are you use your. Yeah, I, I actually do that. And people make fun of me, but I'm like, that's how it works. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But I mean, yes, yeah, so if you want to get the message through to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I have to swear, I just say it in Italian. <laughs> Do they understand because um, it's so similar to French? No, no. no. Yeah, yeah. It is similar, but uh, not the bad words. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. You, and your studies, they were always in English the, or also in French? They were always in English, but I work in a French environment now. Okay. And that is, is that easy for you? Um. I don't know if the word easy is the right word to describe it. I mean, I always wanted to work in a French environment and I studied French before coming to Canada. Ah, okay. Uh, Ah, okay. Yeah. So it was not hard for you Um, to... It was hard for me to communicate in the Quebecois French, which is very different from the one in France. Uh, so mm-hmm. the accent is very different. It's a different expression. People speak Quebecois here. And it's like they're eating their words. So that was a bit challenging at the beginning because I would tell people, oh, yeah, 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 I can speak French. I can speak French. But it was not true because they would start speaking in French and I would not understand what was going on. And so I had to like work a little bit on that. I had to practice it. I had to like find a way to improve it because I was like, I have the base. I know how to speak it. It's just a different accent. So after mm-hmm. like taking time to practice it, I finally got the job uh, in um, in in a French environment. So I work in the uh-huh. French environment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how long um, was it for you until you felt comfortable? Um, I actually took time. I would say starting twenty 
2018 or 2019, like I would practice on a regular basis with this friend, like we would meet for lunchtime and I would just be like, let's just talk in French. So that's how I would practice it. And then I would like listen to stuff. I would like try to work in on my own. And then it took me probably like four years to like be comfortable okay. enough to be like, okay, uh-huh. like I can go and just use it exclusively. So it's it, uh-huh. like, it took me probably four years, I would say. Okay. So, um, Longer than I thought. Yeah, because um, I I do think it takes a little bit of bit of time to get uh, adjusted to the accent and the expression. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And and what about um, your feeling of feeling at home? How long um, how long did it take you to feel comfortable or at home? Um, like can consider Canada my yeah, home. Yeah, Canada. Mm-hmm. You know what. It's uh, I don't have an exact moment to, uh-huh. for me to say that, and I don't, and I don't, I wouldn't say Canada is my first home. It's not even my second. Probably it's my third. Uh, it does have a special place in my heart, but um, I got that feeling of uh, missing home when I go to UK, for instance. Like I go to UK, uh-huh. and that's when I'm like, okay, I want to go back home. Yeah. So that's when I, I want to say, triggered by this uh, homesickness. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you had did you have this like immediately or was it just after a couple of years? Uh, I don't know if I had it immediately. I don't. I I think it was um, yeah, it was actually after a couple of years because I think after a while that I was away, I was like I missed the routine that I have yeah. back in Canada. I also like when I am visiting Germany for a longer time, then. I also want to go back home, but it's just the the feeling of being in your own four walls. Mm-hmm. It's not always like the place where I am, but it's just like to be in my own environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's um, that's how I feel like I start missing. It's like even the air in Canada. That's one thing that I start missing. <laughs> Um, okay because i go back to uk to visit my parents and then um i don't know it's it's different because then i go to live i go and live with my parents temporarily for for the weeks i visit them and i feel like i'm like lacking that independence that freedom so that's why i'm like i just want to go back home and so that's when i start feeling okay i want to go back to canada how often do you go visit it used to be like once a year or once every two years but then with the pandemic uh-huh. things had to slow down a little sure. bit uh i visit them this year and then probably i'm gonna go next year mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> and what about your uh, family are they coming visit you they came once it was ages ago um okay yeah but i usually have my sister coming to visit me and you guys are close in age five years apart Okay. Is she younger or older? Uh, younger. <laughs> okay, so she's like super excited to to travel and to oh, see yeah. different cultures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big she, city or? Yeah, this one, she's, she travels the world. <laughs> oh, okay. She travels the world. She loves traveling and exploring. Uh-huh. Yeah, and for yeah. her, it's like uh, she's, she's trying to escape the reality every time she, she's traveling. You said earlier that you um, you wanted to have like a, a home six months here and a six months there, but would you ever consider moving back to uh, to Italy completely? 
I don't know to be honest. I don't know. I I don't I don't have an answer right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's something that does um, come across my my mind, uh, mm-hmm. especially because when I went back this year, I was like I miss this whole, you know, feeling and I miss being around you know true Italian people. I miss like the co- the coffee and the croissant, yeah. you know, in the morning. Um, like even now, like I, I still watch my Italian shows that I used to watch when I was a kid, when I was oh, living okay. in Italy. Like yeah. I miss those things, you know. So, but then when I think about like moving back to Italy, I don't know. I feel like probably the life in Canada is a bit um, easier in a way, but I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like. But then it has like some downside, like the weather. Uh, it's, it can be challenging, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe even, you know, for instance, the Italian food is like fresh and, and I love my Italian okay, food, sure, you know? yeah. Everybody loves Italian food. Yeah, so there are those little things that I, um, I, I still miss, you know, I feel very nostalgic time to time. Yeah, but um, especially when it comes to Italian food, I mean, I don't know how authentic it is, but is it hard to come by it for you? In Canada, you mean? Yeah, where you are. Uh, so there is a store here where I go and do my Italian grocery and uh-huh. they import stuff from Italy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and we do have a very huge Italian community in, in Montreal. Very huge. Okay. Uh, so, but the thing is, these are like the cum- the people that I met here who live in Canada who are from Italy. The, the parents are from Italy. But they are born and raised in Canada, born, so they're yeah, okay. Yes, they're Italian, but not but really. They're more Canadian. Yeah, they're more Canadian than Italian. Uh, but for instance, when I go to my Italian grocery store, I just speak Italian to the people around me, and so I'm like, okay, let me just feel this sense of home. So uh-huh. they they have these like cookies and snacks that I used to eat in Italy. Although they don't have a huge option, they still have a little bit of it. So. I yeah. also meet, miss my Italian snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Italian snacks. So, um, how often do you go to the store? I go like once every three weeks or once every okay, two weeks. Okay, so quite often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I have regular. to go. No, 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 I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. I have to go, <laughs> okay. yeah. There, there's no way that I'm not going. And how about the pizza? <sighs> okay, so I'm very picky with this... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> with the pizza and pasta okay. so i tried a few pasta places in montreal but i i like there is nothing that mind blows my mind uh okay mm-hmm. so like i'm always super picky that's why sometimes i'm like you know what forget about the restaurants i mean pasta in restaurants i because usually that's that's another habit that i have is like every time i go to a restaurant i always want to go for italian food but then i feel disappointed if it's not meeting my expectations uh-huh, and yeah. so sometimes I'm like, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to make pasta at home. And when I make pasta at home, I put actually a lot of love into it. Like it shows okay. in my, on my, when I make the pasta. That's one thing. You're a real Italian cook. Yeah. It shows in the pasta <laughs> and I'm like so proud of the result. Um, uh-huh. But like for pizza, for instance, like there are a few places here, but there's one thing that I don't like about in Canada is that they put the freaking pineapple in the pizza. Uh, which is for me it's like it's it should be illegal like i don't know who created this like whoever created this should be in jail i you can 
I, you can even buy this in Germany too. You do? Terrible. Uh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. So I I think like either you love it or you hate it. And I think all Italians hate it. No, we hate it. We hate it. I t- yeah. I spoke about this to my friends who live in Italy and they're like, What what is this? <laughs> what is this? I said, like, you know what? It it's just like for me it's like it's wrong. <laughs> it's yeah, so wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. Do you have an Italy um, pizza with tuna? I don't know if we do have it. I know we have a lot of pizza with prosciutto. Uh, yeah. That's very common. Uh, tuna. Because like, I, I grew up on pizza with tuna. And so it's just the tuna out of a can. And so it's called tonno. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To make it sound like Italian. Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it's like also, they, I thought they eat it in Italy too. And I was very um, surprised that they don't have it here. So every time we make our own pizza, then we'll make it with tuna. So I don't know if they do have a pizza with tonno. I'm not too sure. I know they have it with sausages. They have it with prosciutto. They have it with a lot of cheese. They have the veggie one, but... With tonno, I'm not really sure, but I usually go with the classic one, which is la margherita. Yeah, me too. Um, you can never go wrong with that one, honestly. No, you can, you can never you go, can never wrong, go wrong. So, yeah, a pizza margherita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so don't go for pasta in Montreal, but you can find pizza. Look, for my standards, I, no. I don't want to, but for other people, they, they enjoy them. So it's... Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm picky. <laughs> I'm picky. Yeah, you don't have such a um, convincing face. Yeah, no, either. no, it's like, no, I'm picky. I'm picky with the pasta. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. But um, it's always funny what they make out of the food. Um, there's, um, for example, like here, um, if I drive an hour and a half, there's a German town. Oh. And if you go to a restaurant there, they mix all the foods onto one plate that you would never have together if you would like go eat it authentic in Germany you know so I'm always like they're just putting everything together what they know is German food you know like whatever like schnitzel and sauerkraut and potato salad and it's like nah Nah. you would never do this (laughs) but (laughs) but here it's like yeah sure here put it all together um here they have this thing where you put uh, feta cheese with uh watermelon apparently it's like a salad oh yeah actually i do have that recipe too it's um from jamie oliver i have a recipe of that it's actually really good yeah no, i don't <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't i don't know if i want to mix the two <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm pretty sure it's delicious maybe i don't know but like for in my mm. mind it sounds so wrong the two combination my my russian friend his mom made pickled watermelon you know, with onions and garlic and mustard seeds. And I was like, no. I was like, no, I cannot do it. It's just wrong. But the feta cheese, I can do it for sure. Although in Italy, they eat, um, like in Italy, we eat it with uh, prosciutto. So I don't Mm -hmm. like... Yeah, I know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's okay to eat that. But then for me, that's normal. But when I think about the watermelon with 
they're picking feta cheese i'm like how (laughs) (laughs) oh wow (laughs) yeah literally like how do you do that yeah yeah but i think the especially italian food is like um it's so easy to miss everybody loves it but then you think um then you think like it's everywhere you know but apparently it's it's easy to make and it's like you can put any type of combination with the pasta like literally veggies tonno you know anything it just any anything that you put in a pasta just sounds delicious it is it is always like it's hard to hard not to (laughs) no exactly exactly after 10 years is there still something that throws you off like culturally So there isn't anything in particular that like frustrates me. But for instance, uh, one thing that people have been doing in in Montreal, especially because they believe in the province of Quebec, is that they are trying to like preserve the Quebecois culture. That they mm-hmm. made some like changes in like the usage of the language, where like official documents have to be like first offered in French and then if people are not comfortable Mm -hmm. they can be offered in English that's one thing that has been um, an issue because uh, for instance like now if I want to write an exam for a certification that I'm doing I have to go outside of Quebec if I'm writing it in English for instance okay so that has been uh, something that like annoyed me a little bit because I was like it's not changing anything you know like mm-hmm. at the end of the day if people want to speak english they will still speak in english so i don't understand yeah. the whole so that was that has been something that okay. um has been bothering me a lot but other okay. than that uh no i would say no okay because that's like more tied to the region mm-hmm. yes nothing in general exactly because i mean also canadians are really uh, famous to be super friendly right yeah and yeah, they are. They are, actually. It's a very welcoming country. So, and you also, you published something, right? I published, a, self-published a book, yes. Oh, awesome. Tell me about it, if you want to. Yes, it's called uh, Discovering Your Identity, A Rebirth from Interational Struggle. And basically, uh-huh. in this book, I talk um, about my life in Italy, growing up in Italy, Mm-hmm. from a perspective of a South Asian woman. So I make a contrast mm-hmm. and, and comparison between the Italian culture and also the South Asian culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, uh, yes, I did grow up in Italy, but then in my household, we were I was being raised as being strictly South Asian. So there was a lot of conflicts mm-hmm. there on like things that I could do, things that I could say. Like there is a little bit of double standard, plus I'm like a sure. woman. And so I make a comparison about the two cultures from the perspective mm-hmm. of the South Asian uh, woman. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. That actually very fitting to my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and do your parents, do they l- like living in England or in the UK? Uh, they do. They mm-hmm. do because uh, there is a very huge community of Bengali people. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think, in a sense, they feel like they are they went back home, which is okay. Bangladesh. But I also think that if you ask my dad, he would probably say that Italy is where he felt most comfortable. Okay, how long have they been there? In the UK or in Italy? Um, both. Uh, UK, I think it's been ten years. Mm-hmm. 
um, in Italy, they lived, um, I want to say, 25 or 30 years. Okay, that's a long time. Um, do you go back to Bangladesh sometimes? No, not really. I I went four times, mm -hmm. but it's not... Uh, first of all, it's really far from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it's super far from Canada, so it doesn't... Uh, like, I, I've been only... Like, I never went back to Bangladesh since I moved to Canada. When mm -hmm. I used to live in Italy, we would go, my parents would bring me so that we could, I could get closer to their heritage and to my heritage, to the culture. Sure. Is uh, your, um, your grandparents still there? Uh, no, I only have a grandmother. They, everyone mm -hmm. else passed, uh, passed away. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's, um, it's different. It's a different uh, environment. Everything is, is different. So I, uh, I'm so used to living like in the Western side. So for me, every time I go back to Bangladesh, it's a, it's a little bit of a shock as well. And people, they know it right away. They know it right away that I don't live there, even though I look Bengali. They know it from, uh -huh. I don't know, first, from... I don't know what exactly. Probably your clothes. My cl yeah, something they know that I'm not from there. So right away, like, you know, they, they start asking for money. They ask for help. Right. Yeah. So when you go to Bangladesh, um, is was it in the bigger city or? They live, they, so they um, basically, people in Bangladesh, they live in uh, villages. Mm-hmm. Uh, they live in villages, but now my parents, they, my parents, like the house, uh, they, they live, or they used to live or where my grandma lives. Now it's more in, in town. So they live in the okay. city now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have never been, I've never <laughs> even been in Asia, so I, I've seen it on TV. So yeah. I, for me, it's hard to imagine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, how, how old were you last time when you visited Like 19. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you were um, you were an adult. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I think like if, if when you visit as a child, you have a different perspective of things. Yeah. Yeah. But it's... then when you're like an adult, you look at things more critically. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it has changed a lot even from the last time I've been because when I speak to my cousin, they're like, yeah, no, it's not like, you left it and they're like it's different it's a much more evolved there are much more things to do there are much more things to see and and I agree mm -hmm. I agree because even yeah. when I went last time I feel like it was evolved and I'm I'm not surprised if it hasn't evolved ever since I yeah. think there are things to do now like so it's uh yeah. it's different what do you think is better or easier in Canada that's such a good question <laughs> Or did or did you think you um would have had it have it easier with a degree in Canada than you would have had if you studied in Italy? Probably, I think. Uh, so here's the thing: in Italy, it's hard to find a job, mm -hmm. even when you have a degree and so forth. And even when mm -hmm. you find a job, people stick to to. To the same job until they retire yeah. okay in canada it's a bit different people are hopping from one job and to another every sure. two mm -hmm. years so there is a 
there is demand, there is a lot of competition, there is a lot of investment in the people. People like mm-hmm. to study, people like to improve themselves. And like in a way, people are very much ed- I don't I don't want to say people are not educated in Italy, but I would say that there is um that you have very smart, intelligent people in the Canadian market, like mm-hmm. like it is in the States. Uh, so there is that, um, like, people are very driven, you know, they like to try things out, they like to change jobs, they like to, you know, learn stuff, get better, new, learn new skills. Whereas in Italy, I feel like it's a bit, uh, it's a bit more challenging to, you know, to find a job, uh, to find a good job. That has been okay. something that has, it, it has been always hard and it's hard now too because so I... And- Even if you would have found a good one, you would stuck for it for probably, because 20 years. Probably, probably. Because I even with my friends that I speak to, they're like, yeah, we're, we work here. We will be here probably until we, we die. That's what they told me. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what I think of it. Uh, on one side, it's really nice to be so loyal to your employer. Mm-hmm. But then I think it's nice to like widen your horizon. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I I agree. Get more experience. Yes, I I agree on on that. And like even let's say the use of LinkedIn, like it's very big in, yeah. in Canada. In Italy, no one uses it. Like it's yeah, it's like why you should yeah, like <laughs> why do you even exactly yeah, exactly exactly. So it's, uh, it's but maybe that's also the reason why there are so so little jobs because because nobody leaves their job either uh, unless they get. Yeah, but I also think fired. it's like a, I think it's a bit more. It's a, I think it's deeper the issue there. It's more tied probably from like the economy, the political sure. side where things are not being. It's also cultural. It's thing. cultural thing exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice that you have nice possibilities now. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. Nice opportunities. Mm-hmm. I just want to go back to your book real quick. So um, where can you find it and um, what's it called? Uh, so my book is available on Amazon and it's uh-huh. called Discovering Your Identity, A Rebirth from Interational Struggle. Okay. I will also make sure that I will like post it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you for your time. It was really nice thank to you. get to know you. Thank you. And to hear about your journey. Thank you. <laughs> so that was Ermi's story in Canada from Italy. Um, and what brought her to Canada it was so nice to hear what she had to say. And to say it one more time, her book is called Discovering Your Identity, A Rebirth from Interracial Struggle. And you can buy it on Amazon. And her full name is Ermi Hussain. Uh, and I make sure that you have the link in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in this week. And this will be the last episode for the year. I will be back with a new episode in the beginning of the new year, 2024. Crazy. Um, yeah, that was it from this week. Thank you, Serge Quarando, for Spy Jazz, the music. I never mentioned it before I only put it in the show notes so 
I feel like I always felt bad for not saying it. So here it is. One applause for his nice music. Um, you can reach out to me on Instagram or at worldscollide123pod at gmail.com and uh, send me a message or whatever you want to tell me. If you want to be a guest on my podcast, I would love to have more guests. I'm always looking for that. Yeah, and if you like this podcast, please leave a good review. Okay, we'll s I'll see you in the new year. Bye.